Hello and welcome to Stories of Yore with me, Natalicia, where we explore folk tales, myths, and legends from Southeast Asia and beyond. Well, I've always been fascinated by stories, any stories, but I'm always drawn to fairy tales, folklore, myths, and legends as these have a certain mystical quality to them. They sometimes have multiple versions and people don't usually know where or who they originated from. But many of these stories seem to have existed forever, passed down from generation to generation. And there's always at least one in every culture. So, I've started this podcast to indulge in my fascination and share it with you. Now, what can you expect from this show? Basically, bite-sized episodes where I share captivating stories from Asia and gradually the rest of the world. Because, really, as long as it's a folktale or myth or legend, I'm interested no matter where it comes from. And I know you will be too. In this very exciting first episode, I'm going to start with a story from my homeland, Malaysia. Today, we'll explore the legend of Putri Gunung Ledang, also known as the Fairy Princess of Mount Ophir. Once upon a time, there was a king called Sultan Mansur Shah. He was the sixth sultan of Malacca, a southern state in peninsula Malaysia. At the border of Malacca lies Gunung Ledang, or Mount Ledang, also known as Mount Ophir. And legend has it that there lived a fairy princess on the top of the mountain, and she was known as Putri Gunung Ledang. Having heard of the princess's unsurpassed beauty, Sultan Mansur Shah one day declared to his court that he wished to marry her. So he sent his finest warriors, including Tun Mamat and Hang Tua, to Gunung Ledang to find the legendary fairy princess. The journey to the peak of the mountain was not an easy one. Along the way, the group of warriors had to face many fantastical and mystical encounters. First, a strong gale almost blew them off as they climbed. And then, a weird tiger attacked them. The warriors bravely fought the creature off and barely survived the ordeal. But those who did continued ascending the mountain. As they neared the peak of the mountain, they came upon thickets of bamboo that produced melodious singing. And that soon led them to the summit where the clouds seemed to be within reach and the world below far away. When the trees ended, they found they had entered an exquisite garden with an air of enchantment about it. And there, they were greeted by four beautiful women. Tun Mama told the women of their quest to find the fairy princess and of the Sultan's marriage proposal. The women only replied that they would relay the sultan's wish to the princess before they vanished into thin air. Not knowing what else to do, the sultan's warriors started descending the mountain before making camp in a cave. Later that night, an old woman bent over with age appeared before them. The old woman, who some believe was in fact Putri Gunung Ledang herself in disguise, informed the warriors that the princess would only accept the sultan's proposal if he could meet seven conditions. A gold bridge from Malacca to Gunung Ledang, a silver bridge from Gunung Ledang to Malacca, 
seven trays of mosquito hearts, seven trays of the hearts of mites, seven jars of young beetle nut juice, seven jars of virgin maiden's tears, and finally, a bowl of the Sultan's own son's blood. Some say the Sultan, upon hearing the princess's demands, admitted defeat, as he could not bear to hurt his own flesh and blood. But others claim that the Sultan actually agreed to the impossible conditions. He cruelly oppressed the people of Malacca in his quest for the gold and silver needed for the bridges, and refused to listen to reason, forcing his warriors to do whatever it took to meet the other impossible demands. Finally, racked with madness, the Sultan drew his dagger to kill his young prince for the blood required. But just as he was about to plunge the blade, Putri Gunung Ledang herself magically appeared to stop him. Condemning the Sultan, Putri Gunung Ledang said he had in fact failed her test, and she swore that she would never marry a man who was so weak and cruel as to oppress his people and murder his own son for his own gain. And that was the legend of Putri Gunung Ledang. Thank you so much for joining me today on Stories of Yore. I hope you enjoyed the story as much as I did, and I can't wait to share another with you in our next episode. If you've enjoyed this show, please share it with someone you know. Or if you want to tell me your favourite folktale or legend, get in touch with me at hello at natalicia.com. Until next time, hold your stories close and the magic of storytelling closer. <laughs>